afternoon. Hopefully everybody's having a good day. Today is um, April 11th, and it's supposed to be the luckiest day of the year. Um, because I've been seeing that a lot, like on TikTok, um, and just from astrology wise. So I'll give you a quick little briefing on why. So April 11th is the luckiest day of 2023, according to astrologers. Think of this astrological date as a convergence of two lucky planetary bodies. The vibrant sun and expansive Jupiter are heightening good vibes when they align in the zodiac sign Aries. This astrological aspect, which is known as Kazemi, occurs when a planet exactly connects with another planet at the same degree. So during this time, the sun is said to absorb the energy of the planet it's near. And since Jupiter is an expansive, boundless, and lucky planet, then the sun will radiate those feelings down to us. So the result will be you may feel a gust of self-esteem. You may dream of boundless visions for the future. You're feeling yourself and all that you can create. So in short, it's an ideal time to manifest and set intentions for the future. So, yeah, today's a lucky day. Um, So if you haven't already, do some manifesting for yourself and um, see what kind of goes from there. Um, But all all in all, it's it's a good day. Um, The sun's out here in Boston. Hasn't been out in a while. So, you know, it's supposed to be this warm out. It's like 70, 75. What? Wow, it's 75 here in Boston. Um, it, after it's been really, it was like mad cold the other day. So who knows, right? It's a lucky day. So today I want to talk about, um, to kind of switch gears. I mean, I guess it's still come somewhat good, but this post that I came across, it said um, signs that God is testing you or you're being tested, right? And I feel like I've talked about this topic before, um, but I I feel like it's always good to kind of refresh. This is a, it's been a trying time for a lot of people right now, and it still is and will continue to be just because of how, how the world is right now and how society is and how, uh, like, the cost of living and just jobs and all that stuff, like how the, our, our economy is changing is definitely um plays can play a factor in how you operate on a day-to-day basis and like how you can be tested right so let's i'm gonna go through these i haven't read any of these yet i just saw it and i thought it was interesting but based on like the topic and i'm sure i can definitely relate to it and I'm sure other people can too. So I'm not sure if it's going to give any necessary solutions. If if so, I'll try to think of some on the spot. But again, this is something that I just saw and figured I'd share. So again, these are signs that God is testing you or you're being tested. Number one, financial challenges. Sometimes you may go through financial challenges and distress that may make you question if God can provide for you as promised in Philippians 4.19, according to his riches in Christ Jesus. 
But you need to remember that God will never fail to provide for your daily financial need you have. And those financial challenges you may be facing right now will soon be something of the past. So I definitely, first of all, agree with this, even though it's not easy. It's not easy when you're living it. Like I said before, it's different to give advice. But when you're living in that and you're like, yeah, but I got you know, this monkey on my back, whether it be, you know, bills or just certain things that you have to be responsible for or a timeline of some sort, like so many different factors can come into play that when you're facing financial challenges, you just feel like you don't have the time for that. Right. And you don't have time for patience. You don't have time for it all to work out. And it's hard because really all you can tell people is that it's going to work out. <laughs> it's going to work out as long, I mean, as long as that person is putting in the work to like make solutions for themselves, whether it be applying for jobs or whatever, finding different resources or whatever to get their bills and stuff and finances handled. After that, there's only so much that you can do. There's only so much you can do. And if you are facing financial challenges, um, it's not only is it a test, but it's for a reason. Everything is happening for a reason. And so this could be a test of your, your faith, your, your patience, your perseverance. And it's going to, maybe it's pushing you to like redirect, right? Redirect how you're making money and how you're taking care of yourself. And I feel like also sometimes it can be God's way of redirecting, like how much you value money and how much money um, controls your life in the sense of like how you depend on it so bad. Right. Um, I think obviously we know that we, you do need money to survive in some source, but how much do you really need? And kind of like how it's saying, like, even I know for me, when I'm facing financial challenges and, you know, um, trying to figure out the, future in a sense, right? Because I'm trying to figure out, okay, I need a job, you know, I need to be able to pay for this stuff as the months come along, etc. But, you know, sometimes you just have to think about like right now. And right now I'm I can't really complain. I'm good. Like I'm I'm still technically taken care of, right? And and God has really made a way for me to still be taken care of today and um the at least a couple of days to come, right? So I think that Sometimes those financial challenges can can be put in your life to kind of slow you down and recognize that you just got to appreciate where you are right now and what you have right now. And if you can show that you can be disciplined with less, right, and, and less is like maybe just not a, your ideal amount, right? And if you can show God and yourself that you can take care of yourself that way, you can be disciplined um, with your money be saving and investing in yourself, um, in various ways, um, in your future and trying to make sure you can kind of get yourself back up there, then that kind of opens the door for you to receive more. Um, you gotta be appreciative and be able to work with what you got before you can get more sometimes. And, you know, again, like it says, like, God's never going to let you fail. He's never going to let you just go without nothing. You know, it's, it's more so like discipline, teaching you discipline and teaching you how to value money a little bit differently and maybe not make it your whole thing. Um, because sometimes, you know, if you value the money too much, you will be willing to sacrifice certain things that 
don't really align with who you are, whether it be accepting a job that you know you don't really like or accepting certain to do work or certain things that don't necessarily align with who you are, but you know you're going to get paid a certain amount that you need to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do, then you might sacrifice um, your integrity a little bit or just, you know, your your, your character. And, and that's not what, what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to stay true to who you are. And you you got to learn, I at least for me, I know that when I'm these, facing these financial challenges, it's, you have to really be walking in faith and peace and enlightenment and, and abundance. Even if you don't have the money right now, manifest it in the way of like, you can, you shouldn't just because, okay, let me backtrack. Just because you might not have the salary that you want, or maybe you just lost your job or something like that, or, you know, you're just not where you want to be financially, or you're dealing with some financial challenges. That doesn't mean that you have to show that in the sense of like, like, all right, I lost my job. I'm not going to sit here and walk around like, woe is me and glum and like just stay in the bed and just like, you know, resort to wearing like, you know, hand, not nothing wrong with hand-me-downs, but just looking like you are going through it. And that's there. You have to find the balance of not saying that you have to pretend, but you should just, you can't let it alter who you are. It's a, it's a situation. It's not who you are. And you have to remember that storms don't last forever. You can't stay in that forever. The only way you can stay in that forever is that if you let it take over you and it and it shift your perspective of who you are and your um your actions, right? If you just stay stagnant and you don't make try to try to make a change or try to fix the so the, um excuse me, fix the problem, then yeah, you could potentially stay in that type of space. But if you're working towards like, all right, this ain't this is not where I'm going to stay. I'm going to do whatever it can to get to get to the next step, whether it be applying for all these jobs or networking or whatever the case may be, then that's going to help you attract abundance and attract what it is that you want for yourself next. I hope that makes sense. Number two, illnesses. Sometimes God can use sicknesses to test your faith and love for him to see if you will still be faithful to him, even during illnesses, just as Job was as we see in Job 2, 7, 10. As we see in, in those Bible verses, Job never lost his faith or abandoned God, even when Satan stuck him with illnesses such as painful boils. So again, like it says, number two is like illnesses. And, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody, on any type of illness, especially there's so many things going around now. You know, the main one comes to mind is like COVID. And I know plenty of people who have had it. Um, and, you know, they have been able to recover, thankfully, but some people haven't. And it's it's not, I, from what I've heard, it's not a great thing. It's just not a great experience. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I guess, yeah, like an illness can be, excuse me, an illness can be a form of a test. Um, it can also just be a way of like God just being like, you need to relax. <laughs> like you need to take care of yourself more. It could be like a warning as well. Maybe it's not as bad of an illness, but it's a way for you to like check in and be like, you need to start taking care, taking better care of yourself. So for me, I know I said before a couple episodes ago, but when I would say the beginning of March, I really 
well, I wasn't working anymore. That's when I was officially not working anymore. And I, I would say that as soon as I found out about my job situation in late January, all the way until March, I was busy body. I was trying to do all these things to like apply for jobs, interviews, uh, whatever the case may be. And a lot of those things were things that I did were useful to me because it helped me get to, to where I am now and like get some things done to be able to take care of myself financially and in other ways as well. But, um, I was running around and I was just not really checking in with me. And so that's when I started to, um, to dedicate myself to go back to working out like I've been doing five days a week and started taking like supplements and, and things like that, because I just didn't want to get, for one, I didn't want to get sick. And for two, I just didn't want to, I think it's good for your mental health as well. Like the, these things that I've been taking, it's, and as I've seen the the progress that it's made for my body and um, me mentally, it's, it's just opened up a door for me to want to take care of myself even more and learn even more things and take even more supplements and even changing my diet and things like that. So I think that even though I wasn't sick, um, it was the thought of getting sick <laughs> that kind of shook me to like check in and um, take the time to take care of myself, take care of my body, right? Because no matter what, even if you're going through something that doesn't have to be an illness, you don't want to just completely lose control of everything in, within yourself as a, as in terms of like, if you're going through something, that doesn't mean you just don't take care of yourself anymore. You still have to take care of your body. You need your body. You need yourself to be able to get to where you're trying to go. Um, so yeah, I think that this is an important one. Like illness can be a way to, to, um, to, to be tested, but it's also a way to like, make sure you kind of open up your eyes. Like, Hey, your health is not promised. Your health is is your responsibility, especially as adults. We're responsible for taking care of ourselves. So number three, closed doors. God will test the patience you have in him in various ways. One of the ways God tests your patience is by delaying certain things, such as a marriage, career breakthrough, getting a job, etc., in your life from happening. Sadly, most believers lack patience and quit believing in God for what they have asked for in certain in certain situations, which is why they can't receive the best from the Lord. Woo. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Them closed doors is a humbling experience, okay? Um, like it says, you know, I'm not going to lie. My patience has been tested. And it feels like, for me, I mean, I guess technically it has been for this whole year because it's only up to April right now. But um, I think about it and I'm like, man, you know, I, I keep, every once in a while, I'll think about like, all right, <laughs> Um, I think that when I start thinking about the future and um, things that I know are to come, that kind of sparks anxiety in me. And then that's when I start to, um, my faith kind of gets tested and that's when I get frustrated. And that's when I'm just like, I, I don't know, what are we waiting on? You know, like kind of thing. But I feel like I've been doing a really, really good job of checking myself when I get like that and being like, remind myself that God will never put you in a space where he doesn't think that you can handle. And if I've been able to 
take care of myself this long in this situation, then why would it change now? And then it kind of just calms me down and I just go on to like meditating and just, all right, well, if that's, if that's what you feel, then what are you doing on your part? You know, like that's when I, you know, start doing more applications or do an episode or just make sure I'm doing my part. I'm not sitting around waiting to be saved and being thankful, remembering to be thankful for the closed door, but also be thankful for where I am. Things can be way worse. Um, you could have no answers and you can have no progression. You could really be in a really worse place. So I think that this is very true. Like closed doors are a, a test of patience, but it's also, you have to remember that a close, like closed doors are for a reason. I was actually watching, I'm going to have to try to find the TikTok that I seen, but, um, this lady was talking about how nothing is a coincidence. And I've said that plenty of times on this, on this podcast, how we don't meet people by accident. You know, we don't get in certain situations or take certain jobs or end up in certain places or whatever the case may be, just because it's all, all for a reason. And so you have to remember that if you have a closed door and, you know, I've been in that experience before where a closed door, but then like literally a week or so later or a couple of weeks later, or not even that much time has gone by and I'm, I got another job. Or, you know, I found a place or whatever the case. But sometimes it takes time. And I think that what I've learned is like when just living the experience right now, I know that when that my job comes and when I'm able to make, to get my breakthrough in a sense um, with the things that I've been manifesting for myself for this year, it's going to be better than I imagined. And I'm going to be able to have a testimony of like on here. I'll share with you guys like, yeah, I thought... I thought I was going to get this, this, and that. And I've, you know, God has like exceeded my expectations. And for that, I'm willing to be way more patient and just kind of, you just got to go with it. You really do. You can't, you can't stand at the door and bang on the door and pull on the, um, on the knob and keep banging like, no, let me in, let me in. Like, you can't do that. You got to be able to be like, all right, well, it was cool while it lasted. And if it was supposed to be, the door would have been opened up again. If you were supposed to be there, you would still be there. If you were supposed to be with that person, you would be with them. So instead of sitting here, harboring on that, reflect on it, take the lesson and, and move forward and just be open to whatever God has for you. And that's another time when you have to remember, like, you know, think of other instances. I'm sure you've had other instances in your life where you thought you needed something or you wanted something, but then as like, as you learn to accept that that's no longer yours or that's no longer in your life. And then you came, you kept going with your life. God brought something even better than what you had before. No shade to what you had before, but you know, you just keep progressing. You progress as a person and then you get even better. You keep leveling up. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather level up than stay in the same place and like dealing with comfort. Again, getting you out of your comfort zone. I think a lot of times a closed door is there. God is pushing you out your comfort zone because it's halting your growth and you're stunting yourself on the path that you're supposed to be. So be thankful for the closed doors and have patience. Even when you, when there's a delay, I understand exactly what you are going through, but it's all for a reason. Just keep pushing through and have faith. Keep praying on it. What I've been doing, I've been listening to, um, a lot of these like spiritual, um, podcasts and they've been really helping me. And, um, 
you know, obviously that's not for everybody, but you got to find something. You have to find something that keeps you going. You got to find something that can lift your spirits. It's like, you can't just be you. Sometimes you need that outside source of like, okay, I'm going to be okay. You know, um, number four, God tells you to sacrifice something. On many occasions, God will ask you to sacrifice something you love the most as a test to see if you love him more than anything. This can be seen in the case of Abraham in Genesis 22, 1 through 19, where he asked God, where he's asked by God to offer his son Isaac, loved the most as a burnt offering. Fortunately, Abraham obeyed and believed God will provide. He passed the test with flying colors by obeying God as his son Isaac was not killed, but a ram was provided instead as a sacrifice. So I don't know about, you know, offering a a family member, but (laughs) I definitely know that, you know, God will test you and see if you what you're willing to sacrifice and sometimes I think it's not even that it's a, it's usually from my experience like things that you have in a sense been worshiping and it could be a job it could be a relationship it could be a, a hobby that you have like if you're if you're smoking weed or drinking or whatever the case may be God might ask you like hey you got to give that up are you willing to sacrifice that for what you're asking for? You can't take that with you. It's going to it's gonna distract you. And I think that God knows our hearts and what we who we are as people. And so if, if you're being asked to sacrifice something, I think that it's because it's in your best interest. And it's probably hindering you from growth. It's hindering you from getting to your next step. And it's not going to help you to where you're going. So you have to really trust that. Again, if you needed it, it would go through. You got to, like I said before, pack light. Be willing to pack light. Be willing to walk with just yourself. You don't need other people. It's great to have them, but you don't need other people to get to where you need. Okay, let me not say that. You do kind of need other people in a sense of like having resources and networking, stuff like that. But you are you. And at the end of the day, only you can be you. Only you you're the only person that can get you completely where you need to be besides God, right? People can help you, but they can't do it for you. And so you have to be willing to just be willing to sacrifice it all, sacrifice whatever it needs that you need to get rid of to get to where you want to be. If you really, really want it bad enough, you will be willing to give up things. It's just, that's just the matter of it. Um, So yeah, like sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you are being, you will be asked to sacrifice something before you can go to the next level. Number five, family issues. Sometimes God may use difficult family members in your family to test and refine your character to teach you how to be patient and long-suffering towards others. In a family setup, you may find that certain family members such as in-laws, relatives, and unsaved spouse, etc., may try to make your life difficult for nothing. In such situations, it's easy to doubt God and think he isn't with you, especially if you are being persecuted for your Christian faith by your family. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes family members, we don't always get along with all our family members. And you just might have that certain family member, that certain aunt or whoever that just gets on your last nerves and they always testing you and they just always coming for you. And, you know, um, it is, I've learned that, or it could be a parent, a sibling, whatever, right? Um, you have to learn how to to not be shaken 
right? You, I think that a lot of the times family, it can be the worst because not just because it's your family, but if you are a like a loving person and you 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 love your family typically, right? So if you love your family, it's hard for you to um kind of swallow in a sense like them a family member treating you badly or not wanting the best for you because you think that's my family, like why wouldn't you, right? Um because you might have may want the best for them or whatever, but something that you know I learned like everybody just because you are a certain way it doesn't mean other people like that just because you you care about people and you love about you love somebody or you want the best for somebody that does not mean they want the best for you and that doesn't mean that you have to um react in a way of like doing the same thing and like being maybe nasty towards them or you know treating them badly it's just you have to find that balance of I'm going to protect myself and my spirit and stuff like that. And not let anybody try to, to break me down or, or test or um, throw me off on my character of who I am, stay true to who I am, but still demanding respect as well. And, um, you know, basically interacting in a way that is respectful for both parties and that takes practice and that takes time to learn how to do that um how to speak to people like that so um again family issues can be a test um to just of, of your character i would say it's, it's a big thing a test of your character and yeah like having what's your faith in god because i was like you you be like god why did you why did you give me them <laughs> like why did you why did you put me in this family like you know i don't get along with these people or these people are this and that like and um yeah you you're in that family for a reason just know that your your souls all have the reason you're in that family is because that cousin or your aunt or whatever her soul has a lesson that is intertwined with yours. You, your, both of your souls have a, have a lesson with each other that only you two can, you know, it, you would have to learn the lesson specifically with her, right? Or that's just an example, but there's a reason why you're in the family that you're in. And it's all, again, it's all calculated. It's all for a reason. And so you have to just learn how to go with it and make the best of it for you. And number six, losing everything. Last but not least, God may allow you to lose everything in your life to see if you will still be loyal and faithful to him like Job, or if you will abandon him altogether. God may allow you to lose all you have as he did to Job to remind you that only he can provide for your needs and help you not make what you have to be the reason why you trust God. Maybe they have lost part again. God may allow you to lose all you have as he did to Job to remind you that only he can provide for your needs and help you not make what you have to be the reason why you trust God. Okay. I had to read that over. Sorry. So basically you might lose everything. God might let you lose everything to, for a couple of reasons, to make room for better than what, of what that more aligns with what God wants for you anyway. Um, but also to teach you to be more, you know, grateful and appreciative of what you have to make most of what you have right now. Even if you quote unquote have lost everything, you're still alive. So there's still something to live for and you can always gain it back and gain something better. 
um, but also so that you can realize that, you know, maybe the things that you had before you were kind of ego driven and, and like thinking, oh, it's all because of you, but really everything is because of God. And so this time around, when you do get everything back, because I do believe that you are going to be, things are restored. God's never just going to leave you in that type of bare space. Um, but this time it's going to take, it's going to maybe take a little bit longer or whatever, or, um, when you get these things, you you're not going to be able to to give anybody else the credit but God because if if you think about it if God takes it away from you and then the next day you get it all back and you get better you'll just be like oh okay well I need to get rid of that and now I'm good right and and I got that but if you you if God takes everything away from you and maybe because you haven't really been communicating with God and, and really praying or meditating or just being in tune with who you are your higher self um, then take those possessions are, um, essentially what you are, um, praising more than you are God and your higher self. And so taking those things away can put you in a bare space where you really don't have an, an alternative, but to come to God. And then the more you come to God and the more you just, you know, communicate, then you'll start to see those, th the things that you need and things that you're manifesting for yourself come back to you. So, um, yeah, losing everything is definitely, it's a hard experience, but I think it makes you, uh, probably a way, way better person, a more grateful person and a more loving and caring and giving person too. Cause you know what it's like to not have anything. So you, um, would do the right things to, to, to be grateful for when you do come back up. Right. So I hope these things were helpful. Um, again, these are signs that you're being tested. Um, and just stay faithful to yourself, stay faithful to God and stay faithful that nothing, the storms don't last forever and that you will get through it. Right. Um, and so, and that there's a lesson here and that it's all for the, it's already, it's all for a great cause <laughs> in some sort for your life. So as always, this is Black Hippie Lounge. I'm Chanel. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Um, take care of yourself and don't let the test break you. Just keep going. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.